discussing the Kudus of Bechira last night in general, in the contrast between Esav and Yaakov Avinu, one of the strongest contrasts we have in Tanakh. And the Mechtamelio continues with it tonight with a, another subtopic, there are three subtopics in, but crucial to the Mazel, the Kudus of Bechira, and interestingly enough, we'll circle back to Messages from, from Shamayim, what's Nichush, what's a real message? How do you try to figure it out? So page two, the title of the top, you'll see Maramzin Loy, Maramzin Min Shamayim. So continues with Esav and Yaakov. So, we discussed last night that there was certainly a teva and an atiyah here. It doesn't mean Yaakovinu had anything near a free pass. As a matter of fact, Yaakovinu of all people in Parshish Vayechi. When Barat asked him, how old are you? His response was, it's Madrega, he was criticized for the response, but Lamaisa, the response was, it's been hard. It's been very rough. I don't feel I accomplished. I don't think I'm there. Never thinks, and we should probably never think ourselves, obviously, that we've finished and accomplished everything there is to do. But Yaakovino had a rough life. And the fact that he was born with these positive natiyas doesn't mean that he didn't have to capitalize to the extent that he himself was nervous because he was fully aware of the fact that he had the talents of a thousand people. And that's what made him more nervous. In a way, is he knew he was doing wonderful things and he had very, very few Averis. But Shemayigamachet, can be that he didn't maximize his potential. And that's something you should always be nervous about. Is You have to have a no doubt had but the fact that the fact that he felt he didn't reach it yet was not, we look at it as false on Eva, so it was not false in terms of a derech and a Hashem. You should always be pushing the bar and raising it higher and assuming you can raise it yet higher. And that's what any, any tzaddik will be doing, which is why he remains a tzaddik even if ultimately all humans fall short somewhat. And that can't be internalized enough. Uh, whatever you're doing, you got to once in a while pat yourself on the back. As if you never do it. In our generation, the Chaznish, if you remember the comment in Achinach Shirem, I made the comment in the 1950s, early 50s, to a group of Mechanchem, that you have to give uh, children today a little more self-esteem, more compliments, whereas normally that's poison. It's, uh, you can go to his head, go to her head, um, Balgaiva. The answer is yes, but the alternative is also dangerous. And they were surprised, and he said, uh, that's what I'm saying now, you'll see in the next day you'll have to give it by the skid load, not by the tablespoon. Now, there's still some sort of balancing act in order, because sometimes you're at a bar mitzvah, not the bar mitzvahs they have coming up to Shabbos, uh, but you wonder if you're at a bar mitzvah or lahavdol fahavdolus, you know, by Levi, they're saying, espaydim. Uh, either that, or you're wondering, the kid's already, the Godlador is already 13. How can that be? So sometimes we bend it a little bit too far, but 
Chaznish says if you're going to err, err in that direction. Pump them up. So you've got to pump yourself up once in a while also, but within reason, because if you think you're Hashem's gift to the world, which by the way you are, then there's not too much to improve on. I'm come out as near perfect as you can get. So no tzaddik is going to think like that. So that's the balance of the anivos and the understanding what gifts you have. And Esav had a different battle on a different level. And what Adas is going to discuss now is that Lechaira, I made reference to this last night, either Esav understood that he had the struggle because as he grew up he still had this taiva for the Yetzirah, for the uh, Esav Adazar, or his mother, Rivke Menu, told him that strange thing happened while I was expecting. But he had the warning. There was a Remiz Menashemayim. So, he continues in the third line. Tzarech, Lacharit Tzarech Iyan. Areza Toli Bebechira, Hare Lamadnu, the Roshad Tzadik Lakamar. It's not decided in Shemayim. The level of Sitkus, the level of Rishus. Dharma Bchanina, Kalbade Shemayim, Chismir Shemayim. Avazel Lakasha Kalkak, Kivar Be'arnu, as we just saw last night. The Tchunus Anefesh, which is the modern word, instinct. Anoldus Ba'adam. The bigger question, after we explained everything we explained thus far, is uh, why have the Pirkus? When they're born, they grow up, then they'll deal with the Nisyanis. Why have the Pirkus already when they're yet embryos during a pregnancy? These are, we, we're all familiar with these Chazal and these Rashis. That's a good question. Like, what, what, what was that for? It got Rivki Manu very upset, nervous, understandably so, and she had to go ask Shaila, what is this all about? So, after we understood what is coming in the Nevoah, what was the purpose of the Pirkus for the Vladus themselves, for Yaakov, Vinu, and Esav? So, what was this for? Next paragraph. And now he begins to explain the next uh, Klal. There is an assumption, uh, the higher the Madrega, the more the Ramazim, the more Ashkach HaPratis, the more Amunah and Bitochen there is, the more Ashkach HaPratis, the more you'll feel the closeness of Kodesh Baruch Hu. But everybody on some level has Ramazim and Hashemayim in their life to help give them Simanim of what they should and shouldn't be doing in their personal love. It is Hashem. Which we'll get to soon. Two famous examples. David HaMelech HaMordechai will Get to both of them. Mitzvah Hashem will begin tonight. Some have a remez because they understand their potential godless and they work toward that goal. And that remez will push him to work harder, to sweat more. And some people need the warning that if you don't put this into check and you don't make your own gadarim, you have the potential of falling big time. Uh, Nazir is a complicated topic. The Gemara in Nazir debates whether a Nazir is a, a mitzvah, not a chiv. Is it an Indian? Not an Indian. Is it a chayte? It's not a chayte. So, you know, cause ourselves more tzar than necessary. Segouf and Marfa Kapar, that there was such a school of thought. Uh, we're not in the Madrigar. Segouf and the Chabas Chaim says, is do a tiny diva, talk less, you'll get into less trouble. Or push yourself to learn extra, and even if you have a headache. But Lamaisa, if a person sees that he has a Yitzhah, say for drinking, 
So he has this Natiya and he keeps falling in, so then that's why it's a Pasha Naziris. Get up, make a Nedr, become a Nazir, and you'll have to be off if you need it for a year. If you need it for another Nazar Elam was more rare, but if you need it, so then it is a mitzvah. Why isn't it a chiv? The answer is not everybody needs it. Some people can drink a little bit on proper occasions and they'll be fine. And some people just gets out of hand. So that's the concept of Naziris, building gedarim for yourself. Laman Yishma. The purpose of this pirkus is that they should understand, Asa should understand that there's a danger here and he has to put up gedarim to protect himself. And Yaakov should understand that he's given gifts of godless that most people don't get. And if it's there, he's got to use it from very early on. And the fact that he finishes Shas five times doesn't help if he could have finished it 55 times. And that remez came quite early. So, again, you get a remez and you think that, uh, look how talented I am and... It becomes gaiva, and you don't work so hard. And the person who gets a rambis, he has to be careful and put up gedarim. If he takes the rambis, he says, ah, I'm not going to accomplish anyway, it's too hard, and he gives up. You could take every rambis in life and misuse it. You can miss it, or you can misuse it. And Abdesa just gave us two examples. The rambis could be, look, I have so much potential, so it's in the bag, or there's so much potential for disaster, why bother trying that's not the purpose of the remez. And a person who knows how to take messages and utilize the resources in the mazel given are succeeding. Those who are not uh, should open their eyes. Take a look. I'm going to go back to the uh, last part from the set that I want to continue first on the ramazim. I don't even know if I gave out this copy. Do you have... Uh, if you can give both of these out, actually. Two volunteers. Two sets, we'll get to one. Let's uh, begin to give you some background to where he's going to take this for examples from Tanakh. Most of the questions, if you recall, from about six weeks ago when we started the Sugya, was uh, how do you know when to take a Remez Minashamayim? Maybe it's Nichush, maybe you're imagining things. The first thing is to take yourself seriously, but not too seriously, which means you can't start dreaming up. For some people, everything's a Remez and they're they're giving themselves a false sense of madrega that they think they're on, but they're not. 
And the amount of Ramazim you're going to get depends on your Madrega and you're closer to Kosh Baruch Hu and it's a Chesed Minash And then you have to have the intelligence to read it and you should be Shah Leitzah. That's a real Shaila. Am I reading this Remus correctly? Because I am subjective and I might not be saying this correctly. So I can't overstress that for this Sugi. That's, that's the part of the Sugi we started with. Otherwise, it might be foolish or Nichush or both. Let me bring you back to the end of Shmuel Beis. And you're going to see something very fascinating over here. On page one, Shmuel Beis, Perich of Dalit, Pasig Yud. I put this in the Maram so it should be available online. If you recall, beginning of this Perich, there was anger on Klai Yisrael, what the anger was. Rashi says, I don't know what caused it, what triggered it. Usually the Pasig spells it out for Farish. Ramban says it's because they weren't clamoring at this point to build the base of Mikdash, which is a frightening thought. That uh, Dovin Amal was already an established king, he had won all the battles, and per his own request, when he calls in the Navi to say, I want to build it, the Navi says, great idea, because the Pasuk says he was the only one who said that. Nobody else was clamoring for it. There was no push for the Gula. Had he built it, they would have brought Kabanas, but no one was bringing it up. That's uh, the Ramban's shot. Others say that they had rebelled already three times against David's leadership. One was before he became leader. He became leader over Yehuda, but Ishbashis was propped up over the other Shvatim, and that delayed his Malchus. And then he had a rebellion, or two or three. The third one didn't happen yet. That was Adonio, the last one. But he had Shabban Bichri, and he had Avshalom. So Klai Yisrael joined all three Leroy's, the majority of the people, joined Ishbashis. He only had Yehuda under his jurisdiction at the beginning. And many people, not the majority, but many people joined Sheva and Bechri. Baruch Hashem was short-lived. Yayev surrounded the city and Sarah Balsasha was the mayor. Uh, had him surrender. They explained it to him and took off his head and they delivered his head, which was the right thing to do. Also, you have Decha Nefesh, Mepe Nefesh. He was a Marba Malchus. He was Chaim Misa. And then Avshalom, if you recall, most of the Klaistral, even in Shalayim, joined Avshalom. Ah, where's that Karas David was king for a long time already. He asked most people, he interviewed them in the street, they'd say, we have trends on Karis He's David's son. He's every inch a ruler, he's Gavaldic, we'll think he'll do a great job. Wrong answer, but that's what they were thinking. You don't show a Karis somebody by putting his son on the throne when he promised it to a different son. But Reverend Kleist was involved. This is toward the very end of David's reign, and some of Hashem say that's why the, the famine came, and... Uh, Lamaisa, not the famine actually, the famine is one of the choices we're going to get to. It's the uh, trigger that caused Davar Melech to count Klai Yisrael. Now, every government counts people, modern governments. There's a raging debate in Israel every time they have a census. Should we participate? And the good news is, enough from people don't participate that it's already a guesstimate, and that fulfills the din that even if you try to count them, we didn't really count them because they don't have an accurate count. So that's good. It's a serious, serious subject. Counting people is not only a shayla of an iser, we're very mocked on this, hence the Pasuk that everybody knows, Hoshia Samecha, not just because it's a song. We don't count people directly, and even where we're using something like fingers or sheep or a piece of pottery or Hoshia Samecha or Pesukim, it has to be a bona fide reason for doing it. So to know if you have a minion, that's a bona fide reason. David Amelach, the beginning of this parak, tells Yoyev to go count the people. Yoyev was very nervous. This is ironically the only time Yoyev objected where he was right. 
and this time he listened to David. Go figure. He was a very great person. He had a couple of runs of David and Melech, and the other times he was wrong. Um, here he was right, and begrudgingly he did it. Uh, the good news is he came back with numbers which are pretty accurate, but he didn't count Levi because he figured that didn't have an excuse because Levi's never counted the Klaeson, he didn't count Benjamin. They were just decimated and, uh, the whole Misa, and they were just regrouping, and it's years later after, uh, forgive him, but not long enough, so he had an excuse for two Shvatim. The other Shvatim, he brought him real numbers. And the Perik introduced what David did, his Havamina, wasn't explained, but I'm explaining. The government feels that they count people. I don't know what's going on. Apparently, the Farshim say, even if he did it with an intermediary, it wasn't good enough. Whether any government has a right to count people? The Shaila, you have goods and services, you want to know who's getting what? Their place commands to stroll, say it's okay, and many say they have a general idea, and that's fine, we don't have to directly count people. And it's Machlekes every time it comes up in Eitz Yisrael. Whatever the Havmina was, right after the numbers came in, now we come into Pasuk Yud, David immediately regretted it, which is, not doing justice to this part, but they have a discussion on Bechira here, because the Pasuk, at the beginning of the parak almost sounds like, due to the fact that Chai Yisrael was due for an Einish, for whatever Avera, not asking for the Vesemitish, the rebellions, Hashem caused David to trip up and do this mistake, which causes not only an Avera to be done personally, but causes a Magay for the people who are counting. It's dangerous. And so much so that as soon as David got the results, he immediately regretted it and felt horrible. So then, why is David responsible? The answer is David's not fully responsible. The setup is not an initial clay, so he's going to get punished also. But David immediately saw he didn't have Siat Shmaya. Let's go to Pasuk David is a very strong expression. He was, his heart smote him, which means he was so upset. Immediately did tshuva. He said, I did a very foolish thing, and even though there were good havaminas, and he asked for mechila. David. Lamar, God was, as she says, specifically a Navi for David Amalekh. So he's called God Hanavi Chayza David. And Akash Baruch answers his tefillah. The good news is you will get a kapara. The other news is that this was so serious, it's going to take an Einish, a severe one, and you're going to have a choice of which Einish to pick. And this is the answer. Again, doesn't mean you get three punishments. It means you're getting a choice of three. Yet very rare, you get a multiple choice. Choose one. Choice number one, seven years of famine. There's a Shaila in the Mepharshim over here. Was it seven years? They just came off a famine. So was it three years? And then they were just recovering and now another three years? That would fit with the other things which are all the multiples of three. Or was this one actually seven? We can't imagine today there are entire countries, large countries, importing wheat enough to feed 50 million people. Russia, 
brings the most in the wheat from America. It's Israel brings in wheat from America, it doesn't pay, it takes up a lot of acreage. It's more profitable to grow citrus fruits. So today we can move mass amounts of foods around, mass amounts of foods, and they feed entire populations. That wasn't available until very recently. And if you had a country that had a famine, even for one season, uh, look what's going on in Megillus Ruiz, let alone seven years. It's quite a, uh, quite a problem. That was choice number one. Choice number two. You have three months where you're running from your enemy, and running from your enemy doesn't mean just David running from his enemy. I'll prove that in a moment. It means Klai will be losing on the battlefield for three months. Now you'll say, what's the correlation of three months and seven years of famine? Three months to lose in the battlefield for a small country is a very, very long time. Picture, okay, they didn't have rolling tanks and jeeps, but they moved pretty quickly. Picture Rahman al-Islam, the Yom Kippur War, after six hours. You don't have three months. So this is equivalent of the seven years of famine. It could destroy most of the country. Klaesol will always survive. The question is how bad the damage is going to be. This whole peric uh, needs more Hezber, and we have it on, on the system somewhere. You just got to go back and find it, because whatever counting people is, you wouldn't think it was that bad. It's a list, I say. Maybe. Cause of Magaifa. It's an iron horror. You point out people. You make them. The, the theory behind this is, is that when you point you, 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 one, two, three, four, five, it makes each person stand alone as an individual, and that's not safe, because you don't want to be judged separately. Roshana's once a year is Daiva Heiser. So, it's not just this, it's the backdrop of the Perik starting, that there was an anger in Shemayim against Kali Yisrael for something far more serious, not asking for the gula strong enough, gula meaning the being in a bias in this case, or rebelling against leadership is ultimately rebelling against the Kosh Baruch Hu. the king is Hashem's representative on earth, so there were much more complicated things going on in the background, but this certainly didn't help too much. So, choice number two, Shloisha Chadashim Nusra Lefnei Tzarecha, Vuhu Advecha, You'll be on the run. You'll be losing battle after battle. Vim hayes choice number three. Emayes shleishes yamim dever ba'artzecha. Three days of plague. Now again, assuming these are in the same leagues, you have seven years. Seven years is a long time. Well, it's three years, seven years is a long time. It's years, and you have three months of running from the enemy. You have three days of plague. So why are they equal? What's the answer? What's a plague? We shouldn't know because there's things in Baruch Hashem we don't. It's not uh, when X amount of people are sick. A plague, endeavor is people died and they died. Leroy's picture of like the bubonic plague. And we could talk about tens of thousands, hundreds of thousands of, of casualties or more. You'll see from the numbers that actually died what the original number was supposed to be before the Midas HaRachamim uh, came into play. Possibly the millions. And three days, you could do that in three minutes. Three days is not, you know, in three months for that. That was choice number three. Atta, can you imagine David's uh, mindset? You know, sweet choice. Bad, bad, and bad. Horrible, horrible, horrible. Like, so what are you supposed to do? There was no none of the above. There was no none of the above, and not only that, but you couldn't even, or could you, you couldn't even turn around and ask your trusted Navi advisor a gun, okay, <laughs> which is it? The Navi is saying over the Dvar Hashem. Hashem said, thus says Hashem. These are the three choices. And if it wasn't clear yet, look at the end of the Pesach. Think about it. Let me know who's Sholchi. He who sent me. He with a capital H. Let me know what you decide because I have to report back. 
Yes? What can be the sewers, the same number of casualties, if one chooses? That's, uh, the assumption is not so. I will give a Pesach to what you're suggesting, though. So give me, give me a few minutes. Uh, I, I don't think that's the assumption. I think there was some sort of hierarchy. The question is, how do you figure this out? I explain why they're all in the same league, or else there wouldn't be much of a difficult choice. And we explain the numbers based on what's going on, what Rav does, and how quickly battles can destroy a country and endeavor even quicker. But hold your thought. I, I, I'm going to give some room for that soon. So he asked him, Ray Ma'ash or Shochi Dover? Think about it. I need an answer. Yes. Well, it wasn't, that's what I'm saying. It wasn't just for David Melch counting them. Because David Melch is the one who ordered the census. It wasn't them. That's why I introduced this. Uh, we better after whoever didn't have Marv yet. Uh, please, that's Samar David, B'nai Yishalayim. That's Brachas, the Moshman Nesse, and need a general Yeshua. Panasa, Bracha gets a lot of press. Then we shouldn't be Nagea. And then Megan, okay, people wake up. And then in the middle, it uh, needs help. You have to. It's the reason why when you get to Elam Haba and you have the Ohis, Ohis is the Elam Haba entrance exams. I once saw that on a poster somewhere. Stuck in my mind. Uh, I think I once saw a T-shirt somebody's wearing. Did you study for your Ohis? And I was looking at them. I couldn't know. I thought I was missing something. Never heard. I thought that was like the, you know, SATs. I don't know the the to get the bar. The uh, so I asked him. He said Elam Haba entrance exam. I said that's cute. Not so cute, it's pretty serious. Uh, so what are the first two questions they ask you in the Ohis? So one of them is, say peace with Yeshua. Are the five million questions they're going to ask you, that's pretty serious uh, to be one of the top three. So that Gemara and Shabbos tells you how important it is. Well, I agree with you, we don't look at it like that, but apparently we're wrong. So that's the... Uh, <laughs> it doesn't mean the, the Mashiach... Okay, whatever, it's a complicated topic, not for now, but... Uh, it's, it means you have to want the Google and you have to want it for the right reasons and, but you have to fit it in the reason is in Shavon Esther three times a day and I'm glad you asked just to bring it out uh, it's important enough if it's in Shavon Esther and it's not just one book of Shavon Esther it's a few Bishalayim Esama there we go not going on so um, apparently it's important and the other trying to say they rebelled against Malaz Beis which I don't think it's just the Avera rebelling against Malaz Beis David which is two Averas rebelling against Malaz Beis David per se and against any Melech and I think it was more the fact that it was against Malchus Shemayim. That was, that was the problem. And that's, that's cute, in a way. They were in a higher Madriga, which is why they're being punished for this. I, I would hope that you're insinuating, I hope you're right, that in our Madriga, we're not going to be in the running for such a Einish if we are not saying strongly enough. We should say it strongly enough. But because of them, Adrega, these two basic themes of lack of um, pushback against the Kosh Baruch Hu, Kaviyachal is serious, and that's what you're doing when you're fighting against Machas Beis David. He was too firm for them, like when they pushed back against Shmuel and Avi, and they asked for a king, was also pretty serious. And the fact that they didn't ask for the Beis Amitish, which is really the Shlemus and the Avodah. They had a Mishkan, but it wasn't the Beis Amitish. So yeah, those are two are pretty, uh, pretty serious. So, he asked them, what's the answer? We have three choices, you've got to pick one. So that's Pasek, uh, should sound familiar. Amazing, if you never learned this, you wonder, where does Pasek come from? 
Sadly, Moed is certainly understandable. So, I, it's horrible, horrible, horrible. I, I don't know, it's a, quite a responsibility. But Lamaisa, he was king. He's got to decide. His decision, Niplo no biyad Hashem ki rabim rachamov. That, just a sound bite, that's so good. There's farm written on that line. It sounds like human beings, they have Bechir, they can hurt you, and I'd rather be directly biyad Hashem. There are shitas like that. The Rechaim HaKadosh talks about it by Yesus. When Ruven said, don't, don't kill him with your hands, throw him in a pit. If he's Chaim Misa, the snakes will bite him. What should you do? It's not a raya if he dies at your hands. You're a Baal Bechira. That's the Rechaim HaKadosh brings down from the Zerah And the Chavaz Levavis and Shabbat Tachin, the whole parak says not so. The whole parak says nothing, absolutely nothing can happen unless, uh, unless Hashem Paskins and it's not the Baal Bechira, it's just the unfortunate Shliach, Magagal, and Zchusay, Dezaka, and Chaybay, Dechayev. And a million gradations in between, and every day of the Chaim. I once mentioned I have a sefer of quite a few hundred pages. The whole sefer was written just to be Yashiv, that it's not a machlekes the Zayin the Chavos and to explain why. And Pash is not a machlekes; it's too basic to say. So it's not a machlekes. Not for now. We we need six months to go through that machlekes. A fascinating machlekes. Let's not assume you have to learn the pasuk. That's what the pasuk sounds like, and their shittas might hold like that. And when we see the Radak, we'll see that what he meant is I want it to be more obvious. There's Biyar Hashem, because if it's also involving our enemies and other people, you could be fooled into thinking that it's them doing the damage. That's a very important shot for, for this sugya, and the Radak will say that, but whatever it means, Niflo na Biyar Hashem ki rabu ki rabim rachamov, Yubiyar Adam ala and why does this uh, start the beginning of Tachlan? Well, According to the Gura, it doesn't. You hear Davinus the Chagura. He doesn't say this closely. And there's a whole machaikis about that. But you're asking Hashem for Rachman. Tachman is a very heavy, powerful tefillah. And we want to start off saying we're submitting to be under Hashem's jurisdiction directly because at the end of the day, there's more Rachman there and it's safer. The question is why? Not for now. And therefore, what? So, what was the answer? No, we just read the Pussy. So, which one did he choose? Nope. First one, well, you're saying famine, uh, yeah, famine is, is directly the Arashem because the stuff is not growing because there's a tornado or the locusts ate everything. Or okay, but the aftermath, what makes the famine hurt is when you don't have any food. Now you have to go begging in the streets and go to other countries, like Megillah's Rose, and beg and go among the Glam and Klaizabi starts leaving, going to other countries and getting mistreated. Uh, and the the result will be harmed by other human beings. Whereas Dever, there's nobody to reach out to. There's nothing you could do. And it is what it is, and people or Rahman are just done. So there's no human involvement over there. It's just happening, and they didn't have any, any way to stop it, whatever the particular Dever was. And the Muhammad also, it's all, let's go like the Dak, it's all from Hashem, but there are other people involved. And Dover Mel said, well, it'd rather be directly, if it's going to be noticeable and we're getting punished, let it be, come straight from Hashem. Nobody will be fooled that this is just a bad year for crops or just a bad year for wars and we should have beefed up the military and the Air Force. Uh, we wouldn't be in this pickle. That's the Pashtas. That's just the beginning of it. In Mitzvah Hashem, we will continue with this next week.